The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, at the Sheep Gate, a pool called in Hebrew, Bethsaida, with five porticos. In these lay a large number of ill, blind, lame, and crippled. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been ill for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, while I'm on my way, someone else gets down there before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your mat, and walk. Immediately the man became well, took up his mat, and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who was cured, It is the Sabbath, and it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. He answered them, The man who made me well told me, Take up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who told you, Take it up and walk? The man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away since there was a crowd there. After this, Jesus found him in the temple area and said to him, Look, you are well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he did this on a Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Water is used a lot in, in the scriptures. When we think of water, what, what are the, the qualities of water? Like what do we, how do we think of water? Yes. Oh, you think of water like going over, like going off the side, like creating a waterfall, going over rocks. Other, other qualities of water. You can't survive without it. This is true. Typically, what, three days without water and then something like that. Sometimes it's longer, but maybe like our body is made of mostly water. So yeah, we need water to survive. Yes. Water is beautiful and deadly because you can drown and die, though it's very important. Oh, you think of water like it's clean water and dirty water. Clean water like we're freed of sins. Dirty water like we still have sin. Okay. It can be really cold or really hot. Mm-hmm. When you look in the reflections of water, it can make things look pretty. I mean, water is, we not only drink water, like what do we, like what does water primarily do for us? It blesses us? Yeah, when we have holy water, it blesses us. That's true. Also, I mean, it cleans us. Right? And it nourishes us. Those are kind of the three elements. So we hear about water in the scriptures a lot today. And, and the water, we have to remember, has this cleansing effect. You know, by baptism, when we're baptized, we're baptized in water. And water cleanses us from original sin. Now when this man that Jesus encountered was, was ill, how long was he ill for? How many years did it say? 38 years. And what was his reasoning that he couldn't get better? He was at this area that's supposed to have curing effects. What was his issue? Like, why couldn't he get healed? People were getting in the pool before him. Like, no one was helping him out. What the heck, right? Like, that's not nice. So everyone's getting down in the pool before him. He's like, I can't get down there fast enough because I'm crippled and lame and da-da-da. Okay. So what does Jesus say to him? Tough luck. Too bad, so sad. Deal with it. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even say, be healed. He's like, just rise, get up, pick up your mat, and go. Like, like if, if you came up to me and said, oh, Father, my leg is broken, help me, and be like, stand up, walk. You're like, I can't do that. 
the mindset would be like, I don't know about this, this answer. And this man, 38 years of his life, was stuck, unable to be healed. And Jesus just comes along and says, yeah, rise, get up, take your man. He's like, okay, ah, bye. Like, is that not crazy to think about? It's not just the fact that Jesus healed the guy. Like, okay, that's miraculous. It's the response of the guy. If you were sick your whole life and someone just come, came along and said, all right, get up, and you'd be like, I can't. I've been stuck here. I can't do this. The faith of the man, we forget about. How important is it, like, he, how much he yearned for, how much he longed for, how much he believed that someone could do that. And here comes Jesus. And then we run into the Pharisees again. What's their issue here with Jesus today? Is the issue that he actually healed someone? I would argue it's not. And so it looks like a lot of you said, or agree with me. What's the issue today? On the Sabbath. Now, we hear that often. They're always upset he's healing on the Sabbath. Have we ever stopped to wonder why? Why are they so angry about the Sabbath thing? Okay, let's say it's the next day. Like, they don't seem to complain about that. So it's not about the healing so much. It's the time he does it. Yeah, and so the issue that they're going off of, right, is, is a mosaic law about the fact that God rested on the Sabbath, that we should take a day to rest. So, okay, I hear you. I hear the Pharisees. They're not totally insane. They're not totally rude. And at the same time, Jesus reminds us in Scripture that he came not to abolish the law, but came to fulfill the law. So maybe there's something he's trying to show them by healing on the Sabbath. What do you think, in your own opinion, what do you think Jesus is trying to show to the Pharisees, the crowds, the people about being healed on the Sabbath, or any other day for that matter? What do you think he's trying to say? So you can help people at any time. Yeah, he can do anything because he's who? Jesus, who is who? Yeah, you should always help people no matter what the day or the time, whether it's convenient or inconvenient. If you can do it, you should do it. But who again is Jesus? Yeah, he's God. He wants to change the rule. He can change the rule, you know? He's the Lord. And so when Jesus, he didn't again, Jesus didn't say just like, all right, be healed, blah, blah, blah. He said, rise, pick up your mat and walk. How quickly did the man, how quickly did that occur? Did it take him like a few minutes, hours, days, weeks? Immediately, it says. Immediately, he's like, boom, I'm up. All right, so this idea about the Sabbath and the issue is to the credit of the Pharisees, right? Let's not always give the Pharisees grief. To the credit is they're attempting to follow the law that they know. Okay, that's fair. And yet Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah, He's trying to remind them, he's trying to expand for them this idea. And that God's mercy, God's healing is not limited to a day of the week or by a day of the week. Because God is the one who made the days of the week. And so his healing, his mercy, his love can happen all the time, at any time, without limit. It can happen immediately. It can happen to a person who has been ill for decades if we choose 
to accept and believe him. Clearly, the healing is never going to be the issue on Jesus' side. (laughs) It's always going to be on the recipient's side. Do I believe he can do what he says he will do for me? You know, sometimes, yeah, healings happen immediately. That's awesome. Praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. And sometimes it takes a while. So our faith must be utilized in that. For us today, it's recognizing, one, God has no limits, which is awesome. Two, God can do anything. I have to have faith that he can do anything. Three, even though he can do anything, it doesn't mean he will do everything. That might be the hardest part. Just because he can do anything doesn't mean he will do everything. The Lord needs us to not just be reliant on him, but with each other. So that's a big deal too. So that's our task, recognizing again, God is without limits. God can do anything. And at the same time, God requires our faithfulness not for his own benefit, but for our benefit and the benefit of others.